Um well before I knew any of your culture because I met you I thought um that arranged marriage was something forced that parents or society I don't know was forcing two people to get married and I thought that was really bad and like I don't know I didn't thought it, that was a, like a good thing but then after getting to know a little bit more of what it is I think it's almost as a like a an app like a tinder app <laughs> where you just met people that you wouldn't even thought you will meet and then you just decide if you like them or not I actually didn't know that they had a choice and seeing the show I and uh, Sima the auntie Sima was saying that Sima auntie, Sima auntie. yeah Sima auntie Um, was saying that the couple had a choice to get married or not. It, it wasn't nothing forced. But in my culture, we don't have that. Um, so I didn't know it was a thing. <laughs> Please tell tell us more, Disha. Tell us more. Okay, like in the words of Seema auntie, as she said that I am uh, like God's tinder. You remember she said that matches are made in heaven and God yes. has given me the job to make it successful on earth. I was like, really? <laughs> But okay, so basically arranged marriages, like arranged marriage is a concept in which uh, the girl and the guy, they don't know each other. So they have uh, no common friends. Like they meet through their family members. So that's the o only common point they have. And then they just get to know each other. And if, okay, things go well, so they proceed forward. But like they have absolute, they don't know each other at all. So basically you are two strangers and you have been set up on a date or, you know, you have, you have been set up for a meeting by your parents or by matchmakers like Seema Ante. So that's basically an arranged marriage. Yeah, but I do feel like that's kind of like the simile of being on Tinder, being on Bumble and just like swiping right and matching with a guy that you didn't even have any connection, right? Yeah, except this is for marriage, not dating. Oh, Which is okay. a lifelong decision. And yeah, so it makes it very complicated. So you, so you have to be very sure about your choice. Wait, but people just skip the dating part then? No, they do. But like, um, they do date, but it's uh, in a very formal setting, I would say. So you wouldn't call it dating. You would call it courtship. Because, I mean, as you're, like, if you're comfortable, then you just say to your parents that, okay, like, we are liking this person and we would like to meet them again or go out on two, three dates just to see how they are. So, well, that's gonna... It's like you have your parents' permission to date. Kind of like that. <laughs> But that's gonna like quickly and I think that's gonna successful. Where can I call Nima Auntie? See auntie, whatever. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll be a matchmaker. 
I need a cement in my life. <laughs> but apart from seeing that, we also saw that I, I found this really impressive. And tell us more, Disha, about this. But like, um, what is that that they call? What was the, that other uncle that they call so they can read the um, astral chart? I think that was like the thing with astrology with uh, going to um, uh, yeah, like a palm reader maybe or a priest who can um, understand astrology and the stars and how they work. But is that a thing in your country? Um, It is. I mean, yeah, like basically, traditionally, that's how things have always been. Like if a girl and a guy... Okay, so just liking the other person is not important in an arranged marriage. In an arranged marriage, you have to go through 10,000 different steps And this is one of those steps, you know, like you need a priest so that you both can get your horoscopes matched. So it's like, you know, uh, the more the stars align, the more your stars align with the other person, the higher the chances of a successful marriage. So, yeah, so the if the qualities don't match, like there's there's some number, I don't know, like seven, eight. So if seven or eight qualities don't match, then the match is um, deemed to be like not a good match. So you have to keep searching it's like that. What? That's crazy. I mean, people are superstitious. Like, some people tend to believe this and some people don't. And, like, even if people who don't believe it, I have seen a lot of marriages that are successful even without uh, going through this process. So it just depends on what your faith is. Right. Wow. That's... I think that that's amazing because you can either save yourself from a terrible like marriage or whatever and just like go to the right one with guy like with guidance of the universe or whatever like that in my culture it's no that's I never heard of like seriously no but like people just go to the the um, priest but like into a church and they just follow like curses and they just trust their god i guess and god i don't know Um, okay, now let's talk about the people in the show. What are we thinking? Oh my god. Okay, my favorite was Nadia. I thought she was really like um fresh and uh, like the only one that was true to herself, I think. Because the other one were really forced. I oh my god, and I felt so bad for the poor little guy, the one with the mom. Akshay. Why are you feeling bad yeah. for him? Like people are bad for Because him. he's a moron. Yeah, he like he seriously just like let her mom decide on her life. And he wasn't like that interested in that girl. Like he was a little bit at the end. Like we saw them, we saw the wedding, we saw the engagement and they were kind of happy. But at the beginning he was like, mom, you're going to do the talk, right? What is that? I mean, that's how most... Um, I would say, okay, I'm not trying to be stereotypical at all, but that's how most Indian men's masculinity is. You know, like, on one hand, they're like, okay, we want someone who's independent, who has her own work, you know, who's not stuck at home. We don't want, like, a stay-at-home wife. And on the other hand, they're like, you know, they're like Akshay. They're like, oh, no, I'm looking for someone who has the same qualities as my mother. Or, you know, she has to stay at home, who'll take care of the kids otherwise. And... I mean, it's just so hypocritical. And then they, that's what I think the show also uh, represents. I mean, it represents that in your face misogyny 
colorism that exists you know as there was this one girl who said that i'm looking for someone who's not dark skin you know i want someone who's fair skin and that's what people demand like you know if you go through these matchmakers they have their own portfolios and they match people according to so many factors like there's the age factor there's the height factor there's the skin the color of your skin that's also a factor that counts and that's i mean it's surprising to a lot of people but like to us it was not surprising at all because we know that it exists yeah that's really um like eye opening because yes of course people from all over the country from different col- all over the world sorry different like cultures and everything saw the show and for like people that don't come from india like me it was like is this serious like is this a serious shit what is wrong with people how can they like say okay we need to be five five four six four i don't know the height of the lady like i was thinking that and i'm like i think i'm four oh or five oh i don't know i'm like oh my god i wouldn't be like if i would be indian i wouldn't even be getting married because <laughs> I, i don't even meet the height like that's that's something that i feel like it's a little bit like segregated and that people will don't like normal people won't won't fit in the standards because nobody's like first skin then do you have the height you have this you, like there are a lot of filters that you need to like check to get a husband exactly wow. like i mean and it's so the process is so sophisticated like you could see in the show that seema and she pulls out this whole database she has like a whole database and she pulls out various bio datas to match people and i mean she visits people's houses she visits the boy's house just to assess like you know how much he earns what's his lifestyle and i mean it's just so hollow you know it's so shallow like whatever you are doing i mean the factor of liking each other is the least of all worries the first should be like yeah. yeah you know like how much are you earning where do you live what's your caste and it's it's sad but it is what it is well you just mentioned like this um definition of not definition but the word caste that and the first time that we met, remember we were discussing and you told me about that and i didn't even understand what that is because in my country like we just have like social uh, yeah like social standard no what's the name social like yeah social classes and that's it and economic whatever but you have in your country you ha- you guys have caste can you explain a little bit of that um okay so basically um caste is very different from religion so under religions there are hindus there are muslims there are buddhists like all those count as religions but under hinduism a caste system exists you know like some people are from the lower caste some people are from the upper caste so traditionally uh, you know like upper caste people they tend to marry within their own caste and lower caste people tend to marry within their own caste and like if there is a disturbance you know like if someone who's from the lower caste wants to marry from the upper caste it's uh, it's it's usually met with a lot of oppression and with a lot of tension and yeah like i mean the couple has to go through a lot so it's kind of like it's almost a religious difference but it's not a religious dis- difference like do you get what i'm trying to say 
but is that like a social difference that it is because the caste yeah it decides your like i mean where you stand in the society like where you stand in the strata and and how do you different differ i how do they say that word like how do you say yeah differentiate from what um, caste are you from what the last name the right? last name yeah i mean i don't know a lot about caste but like some last names they i mean when you hear them that you know that they are okay so they are from the upper caste and yeah i mean i don't know a lot of surnames uh, which are included in that but yeah like usually you tend to get to know that through the last name well i just searched how many castes are in india oh a lot <laughs> they are like 3000 yes yes and then there are 25000 sub caste mm. So that's crazy. crazy. To match yeah. a cast with your the love of your life the cast that's going to be a trouble. <laughs> like if you fall in love with someone that's from a different cast then Oof. it's not going to be <laughs> Oh my. No, but okay, like some parents are very con- conservative so they want their children to marry within their own caste but you know as the world is moving forward so are a lot of indian parents and i mean some people are just happy that you have found someone they don't like it doesn't really matter from which religion or caste are you but a lot of mm-hmm. indian parents are very conservative so yeah that um, <laughs> who was your favorite and least favorite um as you said i also love nadia and i also liked ankita remember that she had her own clothing brand And oh, yeah, yeah, but I was so happy that she came on the show just to promote her brand. <laughs> and you know she resonated with that independent modern Indian woman. So I really liked her. But I felt so bad for Nadia, dude, like she got ghosted. And I was like if yeah. she can get ghosted, what will happen to us? Come on. <laughs> well, we always get ghosted. <laughs> no, come on. No. <laughs> Um what's the name of the first one first one that appear and Anshika Aparna no. I I found her so annoying I found her so annoying oh my god like you know what, what? On, on the show I did find found her very very annoying but then I started to follow her on social media and she's kind of sweet I think that they put, portrayed her as like this crazy lady that had very high standards but at the end of the day seriously if you're trying to find the love of your life and like the guy that you're going to spend your, the rest of your life with you kind of need to be a little bit picky right but listen listen who hates stand up comedy i mean remember when she said uh you know i don't like guys who hate comedy i was like really like i mean don't you like to laugh and she was like uh oh, you know how i can't date lawyers i don't know i think she was too picky for me honestly it's good to be picky but when you're too picky i don't know like i just found her to be too picky you didn't what uh, you didn't find her too picky yes but i think that she knows what she wants and she hasn't found it yet which is kind of like make me remember of me but then I was like oh my god if i'm that age and i'm not married god god forbid knocking on wood <laughs> then i won't be too picky like then i'll be like okay just find me someone please yeah. 
because obviously it's like you need to be with it's not that you need but it's good to have someone to share your life with mm -hmm. it's sad to be alone and i think that these people that came into the show are, are really brave just showing their life and their vulnerability for not have been able to find someone on their own so they're seeking for help i would i would do it would you do it like hire nima siman auntie uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, i would i would like to try it just for the experience just for the experience i would like to try it and just see how it is and what's the process like right and just to wrap the show up like this episode disha tell us if you have any like experience um near you like someone close to you of of arranged marriage because for me that's some something so distant that i don't understand it but it's your culture your country like have you ever experienced like someone or something yeah my parents they had an arranged marriage my grandparents maternal and paternal on both sides like almost half of my family wow they all yeah everybody had an arranged marriage except maybe one one aunt who had a love marriage yeah but mostly it, it's yeah it's like that arranged marriage is the norm but i think it's not changing but yeah and would you like one uh, i don't know kami it just depends you know if you find the right person why not nice and like a funny story of arranged marriage that you will have or something a funny story um not really but i could just tell you about my parents how they met so um uh my dad and my mom obviously they didn't know each other so my maternal grandmom mm -hmm. she talked to someone i think like someone introduced my dad to her and she was very impressed she was like okay you know like this guy seems nice very cultured so might as well just you know talk and usually uh, in an arranged marriage it's the parents who have the upper hand so i think my maternal grandparents met my paternal grandparents and they had a chat and then they called both of my parents you know mom and dad just to meet and see and discuss and you know like if they like each other so let's move forward and they liked each other immediately and then yeah they got engaged and then uh, i think they had a courtship period for around 6 months 7 months basically like going out on dates and getting to know each other and yeah then they got married <laughs> oh that's so sweet but it's a fun process like you know i was seeing in the show like you know okay pulling out bio data matching but yeah <laughs> Yeah, and how much do you think Seema Aunty charge? Oh, <laughs> a expensive. lot, a lot, a lot. Uh, I think it would be around, if I'm talking in Canadian dollars, it would be around two thousand, three thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, but to find your the love of your life, that's not that bad. But the whole process is problematic. That's the thing. Well, yeah. So, but yeah. they won't even find me a guy if, like, the guy is looking for a tall model. <laughs> I'm fitting that standard. No, don't worry. You will find your own guy eventually <laughs> when the time's right. You know. So I think that's the end of the episode, and we love discussing about Indian matchmaking. Tell us what your thoughts are, and we'll see you guys in the next commute.